Hello and welcome to another captivating episode of the evolution of Edge AI, bringing AI to Edge, brought to you by AD-Link Technology. I'm your host, Ilhana Hodzic. Today, we have a special guest joining us, Tony Rigoni, the head of AI business development at Ampere Computing. Tony, before we dive into our discussion on Edge AI, could you tell our listeners a bit more about yourself and your role at Ampere Computing? Yes, and first off, thank you very much, Anna, for starting this uh, podcast today. I'm very excited to talk to your listeners. Uh, yes, I have been. Uh, I am the head of uh, business development for AI at Ampere Computing. I've been here now for about a year, and uh, basically, my role here is to bring bring cloud native uh, processing capabilities and edge AI um, to the general public. So it's, uh, it's go to market, it's working with customers, it's developing new use cases, bringing in engineering requirements to people. Uh, previous to this, I've spent about 20 years in industrial automation and in uh, uh, networking, industrial networking. So lots of experience with uh, lots of AI applications, um, both at the cloud and at the edge. Great. Let's start with the basics. Tony, can you explain what Edge AI is and perhaps provide some examples of its use cases? And additionally, what challenges do your customers typically face with their current solutions in this space? Well, when we talk about Edge AI, Edge AI is really the combination of a um, really the edge and when we say edge we mean things are actually out there not cloud-based so if it's not sitting in a cloud or data center and it's sitting whether it's on a factory floor or in a uh, a smart city or in a retail location this is what we talk about at edge or an on-prem uh, server solution ai is really the you know the big buzz everyone's talking about and really what ai is artificial intelligence is really the capability to take um models and do self-training for certain applications so when we combine the two what we're really talking about is bringing the power of ai which is really heavy processing intensive down to the edge and run it at uh, locations that are closer to the actual where the data is being generated now when we say ai what use cases are used out there there's many different use cases in ai there's things like um, uh, computer vision nlp natural language processing uh recommender engines generative ai what everyone's talking about today but for edge ai particularly we see the biggest use case that we is around computer vision so how do we how do we process vision how do we do object recognition how do we do uh classification how do we do uh part identification inspection all these things at the edge and historically this has been done with a uh, rule-based kind of engines the key to the new generation of AI tools that are out there is we've get the self-learning models involved. So very fast processing systems can teach themselves and become better and better um, computer vision models. Yeah, it's clear that Edge AI holds immense potential and actually you partially answered on my next question and it is what are some of the new and emerging requirements you are seeing from your customers as they strive to leverage this technology effectively? You know, the, the biggest challenge out there has been um, AI has been historically very uh, computational intense. 
So the only way to really process it has been to do it at the cloud um, on very large servers, on very large server racks to get the horsepower necessary to do the, the training and running the inferencing of the AI. So that's always been a requirement. So customers are coming to us saying, I really need this power of this AI, but the challenge is here, how do I get this at the edge? And so the, because the problem at the edge is we're usually limited on power, um, either power, space, or size. Uh, one of the three usually requirements hit us, or sometimes all three. So I need all this extreme power performance, but I need to run it on an edge because locally at the edge, hey, I don't have to have, I don't have a huge server rack, which I could have, you know, 10 kilowatts of power. My power budget might only be a couple hundred watts. Um, so how do I do that? My other issue is I might not be able to have the cooling capabilities. I might be more of an industrial environment and I can't run a fan. If I run a fan, I'd blow dust inside my CPU and uh, would not work there very long. So how do I run this low enough where I can dissipate heat with heat sink? So I need a low power draw. So we really need to bring that super computational power to the edge so we could run these uh, more advanced applications. And this has been a challenge for customers and they're coming to us saying, hey, I need this power performance, but I need it at this low, uh, low power draw. That's interesting, and especially this part. So how is Ampere Computing addressing these customer challenges? What sets your solutions apart from others in the market? Well, at Ampere Computing, we invented the cloud native processor several years ago. And really what that was originally intended to go was how do we do high performance computing with very efficiently saving power up in the uh, cloud and data center? What Ampere really has done now is we've taken this processing capability and these high, high performance, very low power draw processors, and now we're bringing them to the edge market. Um, so I'll give you an example, you know, we offer now solutions down to from anywhere from 32 cores at the very bottom up to 192 cores more for cloud. So the lower, the edge market can use these 32, 64 core processors and run these advanced applications down there. Now the key to this is, is once again power draw. So we could deliver a 32 core processor drawing about 40 watts of power. So this is uh, nothing on the market comes close to this kind of power draw with this kind of high performance power. And this is what's helping us start to begin to solve some of these applications that are out there at the edge. Thanks, Tony. And uh, you are <laughs> actually one step ahead of my questions, but uh, yeah, it's always valuable to hear about real world results. And um, I want to ask you to share some examples of the outcomes your customers are achieving with Ampere's ARM-based processors. For example, in uh, various applications such as uh, retail analytics or industrial automation or AMR robotics, how actually, uh, how does your technology provide more power compared to tied power budgets? What we're seeing here is um, In these applications, such as like, uh, let's take a few of those you've mentioned there, and I'll give you some real life examples of each of these. So for example, in uh, the retail market, um, people are all looking today for, you know, all the companies are looking for, how do I track the shoppers? How do I uh, identify what's their dwell time? Uh, give me a heat map of my store. Do I need to send more 
salespeople to a location because there's six people in the shoe aisle and we need to have some uh, help over there. So customers want to do this. To do this, we have to identify, uh, use AI models um, to identify people, track them and everything. The challenge has been, this is very, like I said, computational intensive. And most of these systems that people are running today on retail sites can only handle generally per server, maybe only six cameras or uh, 16 cameras, roughly in that ballpark. By using an edge AI uh, processor from Ampere, like 80 link, we've actually gone in and proved that we can get about four times the amount of cameras running per server. So now I can basically either run four times more cameras per location, or I can also have you know four times less servers, depends on how you look at it, what the customer use case mm -hmm. is. So we're seeing that kind of thing. Um, in industrial automation, same kind of uh, applications. We're seeing um, on factory lines and stuff where we're doing uh, parts inspections. We're basically able now to do much more, uh, control many more cameras and run some models of self-training that we never had to do before. Traditionally, you use the, like I said, uh, rule-based, very much um, hard line uh, coding uh, to do this. Nowadays, we're able to run, like I said, advanced an analytics at the edge, self-training, this is good part, good part, good part, bad part, um, and control more cameras there. In the robotics space, we're seeing a lot of autonomous uh, vehicles, such as, uh, you know, forklifts, autonomous uh, um, uh, mobile vehicles, uh, even self-driving cars. And the key there is that industry is starting to look at uh, adding more and more sensing capability to sense this environment. So the perception it needs to, to look at what's going on. And in order to uh, enable this, you know, these sensors now are spitting out, you know, um, megabytes and megabytes. So, you know, 100 megabytes of data per second, each sensor. So how do you process all the sensor? You can't send it to the cloud because it takes too long to come back. So we're able in these cases to actually run before a typical uh, processor out there before it can mainly run one or two sensors. Uh, we can come in there now and run, you know, 4x the amount of sensors on a simple 32 core processor um, and actually we scale upwards from that where we could run you know even 8x or something like that more sensors per processor so that's how we're starting to solve this so really at the net and a day what we're doing is we're delivering more performance for customers um, in the same kind of power envelopes they have today for ai yes definitely and looking ahead where do you see the edge ai market going in the near future Actually, what trends and developments do you anticipate? Uh, that's a very good question. It's always hard to forward, forward look and forward think about it. But I see what I see the most in hearing from customers is just the um, preparation of it, number one. So people are looking to how could I use this technology more and more use cases? How can I automate more and more? Um, how do I deploy this? So I, I, the biggest thing I keep seeing is comes back to a latency applications. So historically, people had to send stuff to the cloud. Like I said earlier, it takes too long for that data to get there and comes back. Customers want to have that data or at least pre-process most of the data on site and then maybe send the metadata to the cloud. So what we're seeing in the future here is, is a really fast uh, expansion and growth curve of like uh, AI towards the edge. Um, what I see coming is is much more, more and more uh, software models and more and more computer vision models and other use cases coming towards the edge that traditionally were in the cloud. So give another example, you know, more like the, the natural language processing where we can take it to the edge and maybe 
operators will actually talk to vehicles, talk to a robot, talk to uh, an assembly line, you know, give instructions back and forth. Uh, you can imagine a, uh, a technician out in the field getting instructions in real time from um, uh, feedback right from them. So much more interactive out that at the edge. Uh, so more and more of this AI technology coming there, but just getting more and more advanced. And all this requires more and more performance, that's more and more processing to do. Um, so that's really the challenge we keep seeing. And so customers keep asking us, how do I get this extra processing capability? And luckily we do have a solution for people today. We have what we have out today, and but we also have a roadmap to give them, deliver that um, down the future, that processing capability. So Tony, for the closing part of this podcast session, is there something additional you would like to mention here? Yes, what I really like to talk about is, you know, historically Ampere has been working with uh, more data center cloud providers. We've now partnered with AD Link, who's helping us open up these new markets into the edge uh, AI space. Um, AD Link is a valuable partner who understands this market extremely well, and they understand the, the needs and requirements of, of their customers. So who actually are wanting this uh, edge AI capabilities out there. So we're working uh, directly with AD Link. I encourage people to contact them today and uh, ask them about their AI, edge AI applications. Um, love to hear more applications out there from customers and see what we can solve together. And we can work on that. Uh, also for customers who are kind of interested to get started with this and start playing with this technology, AD Link has, is offering an Ampere uh, AD Link development kit for AI. Um, there will be a link, I think, attached to this podcast, how you can purchase that dev kit. But this is a great way to get started today and you know, run your applications and do some uh, laboratory and bench testing today if you'd like to tr try out the, the new processors for uh, Ampere and uh, the board from AD Link. So I encourage customers to go check that out. If you do have any questions, feel free to reach uh, AD Link or myself. Thank you very much, and this is, is wonderful. Thank you. Excellent insights, Tony. It's been a pleasure having you on the show today, and uh, I'm sure our listeners have gained valuable knowledge about Edge AI and Ampere Computing's contributions uh, to this exciting field. On the behalf of ADLink Technology, thank you for joining us. And uh, to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to this episode of ADLink Technology Podcast. Stay tuned for more insightful discussions on the latest trends and technologies shaping our world. Until next time.